of you have ever practiced uh, yoga or mindfulness things with your parents? Anyone? Like four hands? How many of us are here? Like 15 something? Yeah. I did mindfulness at school. You did it at school? Cool. Anybody else do it at school? Awesome. Did the teacher follow through with it and do it the whole year? Nope. It's like no. a one-week like unit. It's a one-week unit? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, well, my name is Jessica. Most of my friends call me Jess, so you guys are welcome to call me Jess. This is going to be a collaborative experience, so it's not going to be just where um, I sit here and talk to all of you. We're going to experiment and do a bunch of stuff, and we're going to try some movement and breathing exercises. Uh, by trade, I'm a product designer called an industrial designer. Does anybody know what that is? Yeah, the adults do. Cool. They're the people who made your hockey skates, the people who made your hockey sticks, the people who designed your hats and your clothes. Um, that's, that's what I went to school for. Yeah? So when I went to the school that you went to, I was in the printmaking shop in the art room a lot. I transferred in ninth grade, but I went to a dino when I was younger. And um, so uh, all the stuff that I learned that I'm going to teach you today is a lifestyle practice that I actually started at your age. I found a book in a bookstore, and I thought that it was a really interesting book, and I'm really into philosophy. Does anybody like philosophy? Kind of, sort of. Is anybody a religious person, a spiritual person? Yeah? So I found this book in the bookstore, and it became a life practice. And through this life practice, about 20, 20 years ago, I thought I would take a break from my job, and I started to teach yoga full-time. So I've been doing this full-time, but I view our bodies the same way that I would view developing a product. So we're going to talk a lot today about how to develop our bodies into incredible superhuman machines. Does that sound good? Yeah. 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 OK, I got my cheerleading section over there, huh? So here we have, I have a bunch of sheets for me, but you're going to get handouts at the end. I made some handouts to tell you all of these athletes who practice yoga, all of these teams that use yoga to help with uh, their resiliency training so that they're better and stronger athletes and it, um, how um, the yoga and mindfulness practices complement and enhance their uh, training at, uh, so that they're the best at their sport. And you'll get that when you go away. And then I also um, printed a sequence that we're going to work on and all, all the breathing exercises that we're going to do are, are also going to be handed out. So you're going to get two handouts before you go. Cool? Sweet. Okay. Well, I'm always humbled and impressed when people are interested to learn about um, mindfulness. Because what do you think about when you think about the word mindful? If I sit like this, is that okay? Yeah. You all see me? Yeah. Okay. What do you think about the word mindful? Yeah. Being respectful around other people and being kind. Cool. Thinking about what you say, right? So a lot of times when I hear the word mindful, I think of, oh, my mind is full of thoughts. Right? It's such a silly word. 
because it's kind of counterintuitive to what it actually is all about. How many of you have a hard time calming your thoughts? I do. Yeah? Do you know that there are 144 minutes in a day? And all of those minutes in a day, our brain is constantly thinking. And it churns and churns and churns. And when I was growing up, we didn't have MP3s, right? We had records. So you know when a record skips on its track, and it kind of feels like uh, it, or if a song glitches on your iPod, but it doesn't sound right, right? Well, that's what happens to your mind when you're kind of thinking about too many things at once. It gets you a little bit overwhelmed. So today, we're gonna to talk about the benefits of mindfulness, and we're going to do poses that'll help you to stay steady and calm and really even, so that your mind isn't full of thoughts, but it's just what you boys said in the back, that you're really aware and tuned in and um, conscious of this present moment versus something that's happening in the back behind you or something that's happening way off in the future. How many of you are going to learn how to drive soon? Mm -hmm. What happens when you drive there and you're constantly looking in the rear view mirror? You can't see what's ahead of you, right? So what you're trying to do, just like driving, is when we're going to practice these mindfulness things, we're going to work on things um, to teach you to rewire your brain, to not get stuck in the broken record of thoughts, and to not keep looking backwards or kind of thinking about the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, or like, oh, I wish I would have made that goal, or oh, I didn't do well on that drill, you know? But you're going to think about how you can be present right there, part of your team, and really focused on um, attaining your goal, no pun intended. human machine powered by the breath and that's exactly just like what your coach just said that's exactly what we're going to do we're going to practice ways to optimize our game by recalibrating because you can be a catalyst for change in your life but you actually have to practice could you just go out and um, play um, on the ice and be really good no I mean unless it's like an innate inherent thing but you really have to practice a lot don't you yeah. Well, it's the same thing with your brain. Your brain is a muscle, and you need to practice. And once you start practicing and getting your brain in tune with being present and focused on, on the task at hand, then you're going to be an excellent um, meditation person. Sound cool? Yeah. Awesome. The other thing that I want to say that uh, this isn't part of what we're going to be talking about today, because um, we're going to really focus on poses and breath work and meditations to help you stay steady, calm, and easy um, in your experiences. But I also, we gave you water, which is awesome. Teresa got you guys water. And um, it's really important to remember that you need to hydrate. Because did you know that you're 80% water? Yes. You did? Yeah. Oh, does your coaches, do your coaches talk about it? Science, yeah. 
So we have to keep ourselves super hydrated. Does anybody have grandparents? Yeah? Do your grandparents, are you seeing them have changes? And some people have heard of like Alzheimer's or different kind of diseases that are happening. Right now they're doing all this research and they're noticing that a lot of the diseases that are coming about in our culture are because we're not hydrated. And especially because you're athletes, drinking water is super important to keep your synapses and your uh, neurotransmitters and your, um, your uh, central nervous system keeping your brain strong. And so these guys just drank their whole thing going, oh my god, I haven't drank water today. <laughs> Yeah. Another thing that's really huge, and I don't know if this is part of what you guys talk about, but um, do you sleep a lot? Does anybody get tired? Yeah, I do. Who said they go to 7? Someone really goes to bed at 7? 9 o'clock, that's impressive. Okay, how many people um, have... You know that blue lights get emanated from your phones and your TVs and all that stuff? Yes. You've heard of that? Yeah. Okay. So who turns off technology an hour and a half before they go to bed? Who falls asleep with their phone on their face or their iPad on their face because they're texting their girlfriends or their friends or watching something on Netflix? Yeah? Right? It's like on a timer? Yeah. That's cool. Well, it's really, really important, even with nighttime mode, that you make sure that you give yourself time to sleep because your hippocampus, have you ever heard of that? There is, it's a really good band. So hippocampus, not the band, but the part of your body, um, allows you to process and rejuvenate. So we're going to talk about the brain today too, but I just want to make sure that you also remember to leave your thinking. Sleep is important, and I need to drink lots of water. Cool. Um, another thing that uh, I want to add to your toolkit is that um, we are going to talk a lot about breathing to help us um, stay agile, but also stay calm and connected. How many of you start thinking about things and then kind of go off track and get a little bit crazy in your mind? Mm -hmm. What do you do to stay, to get yourself back calm? I count. Count? Backwards from 300 by 3. Well, that's impressive. Oh. Okay. That's really impressive. <laughs> wow. That's a gold star. Gold star. Anybody else? The breathe app on your watch, that's good. You guys, this room's super echoey, so if you want to say something, just kind of project. Anybody? You, someone watches TV? Does anybody read a book? You do what? I read like four words and everything about something else. I don't, me too. Yeah, I read the picture every read the whole Right. So when your mind is swirling and you're trying to read something like for homework or a, a, a book, a fictional book just to relax, and you're kind of stuck reading that same page over and over, you're stuck in that loop. And what we're going to talk about today is about um, the, how to keep ourselves real, where we dissolve stress, 
and we allow ourselves to find some internal peace. Um, if we're a human machine powered by the breath, the most effective tool that we have to harmonize ourselves is breathing. But do you know what happens when you get stressed? Okay, some people breathe faster, right? What do you do if you're thinking about, like, um, you're worried about a test, or you have a pressure at home, or someone on, not on your team up. asked you to do some drugs? Your heart rate goes up. Your heart rate goes up, right? Calming, or you have like a driving driver's ed test or something, or something's up with your family member and they're really pissing you off. Do you know when most people are freaked out, they don't hyperventilate or just breathe really fast. What we do is we only breathe about 20 to 30 percent of our breathing capacity. Do you know where most of your lungs are? In your diaphragm. Ah, your diaphragm's a trampoline. So, where are most of your lungs? Right here, behind your ribs. That's good, though. So your lungs, two-thirds of your lungs are at your back. Dudes, do you know what else is a back at your, uh, at, uh, near your back? Yeah, your spine goes through the center of your body, right? But your kidneys, what do your kidneys do? They filter things, they help get rid of toxins, but a lot of times your kidneys, if you're not breathing into your lower back, they don't pro uh, function properly, and then which in turn makes your liver not function properly, and then we get dis-ease. So what we want to do when we're stressed out or upset is we don't want to breathe in the top 30% of our breathing capacity, we want to breathe in the lower part of our body. So that's good. What's your name? Johnny. Johnny? Yeah. Okay, so Johnny is talking about the diaphragm. The diaphragm is a trampoline within our body that attaches to your spine. But did you know your diaphragm, when it moves, massages all your internal organs and it's like doing a sit-up? How many of you have to do sit-ups every day? Right? Don't you have to do that when you're training? Right? So when you breathe, it automatically gives you six-pack abs and it automatically makes you strong. Because if you breathe properly, that conscious, active breath massages all your internal organs. It creates peristalsis, which is what helps you get your heartbeat to go. It's pretty magical when you really allow your body to work like an efficient machine. So I like the word recalibrate that the coaches use because it's really, really important. So what I want to talk about here is let's use um, our hands. And maybe you've done this before, but if you take your hand and you make a big fist, okay, and then you take, and this is uh, going to be part, your wrist down to your elbow is part of it. So if I took my brain out of my body, what else comes out with the brain? No, your brain is attached to your central nervous system. So it's attached to your spine. Is that what you said, buddy? That's good. Okay, so if you hold your hand like this, when you flip your lid, does your hair start on fire when you go crazy and you get all upset and you like do things and you don't really know and you're not thinking straight? So that's what we say when we're flipping our lid, okay? When your spine is functioning and there's no disconnections and you're standing in alignment with yourself and your truth and your authenticity, and you're having a mindful moment, you won't flip your lids 
And you won't be in an animal brain. Have you ever heard of animal brain? Tiny animal brain, yeah. But our animal brain is where we do the fight or flight, right? And our body doesn't want to be crazy. Our body wants to rest and connect and rest and digest. And we want to be in the place of logic or our prefrontal cortex. So if you held your hand like this again, you want, you want to be thinking from this part of your brain and not from your animal brain, which is kind of near your ears. We want to get into higher states of consciousness. And did you know that when people have a concussion, have you ever had any teammates get concussions? Right? When you get concussed, it actually puts you into a state of fight or flight all the time. So it actually makes your central nervous system and your body feel like it's constantly in a state where they can't breathe. And so you're sending cortisol or a toxin in your body that causes stress. So what we want to do, and what we're going to learn today, is to stay in an area of the brain called the prefrontal cortex that helps you to do really well on a test. It helps you to be a better teammate. It helps you to uh, be focused. It helps you to um, where logic happens. It's pretty amazing. So that's what we're going to learn through breathing. That sound good? Awesome. Okay, so let's take and allow ourselves to do a really simple thing, because you guys are getting squirrely, um, that'll help you to keep real and stay real. Okay, so stand up straight. When you guys were all just sitting down, how many of you were slumping? Okay. Right? Okay. When you're in that state, your body is not in alignment. But what you're actually doing is you're creating a little hinge or a little impingement on your central nervous system so things aren't flowing. So let's just stand on our mats so that we can get our brain to function better. And did you know that the left side of your body is the right hemisphere of your brain? Okay, and the right side of the body is the left hemisphere. So, one thing that you can do if you feel really whacked out is literally to do something called a super walk, where all we're going to do is take, and I'm mirroring you, so as we face each other, I'm going to do the same thing you're doing, like a mirror, okay? Right hand, left knee, smack it, release, switch. Switch, 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 switch. Close your eyes because you guys, then you won't look at each other and think you're doing it. Okay, now keep your eyes closed and just stand there and pay attention to your heart rate. Inhale and exhale. Feel how you're a little bit more connected. You're a little bit more real. You're dissolving the stress. You're dissolving your day. And then relax and open your eyes.
super walk where you do right and left, right to left, and left to right. And you can do that for a minute. So if you feel a little bit like I'm stuck thinking about something from school and you want to focus on getting into the game, your head into the game, then all you have to do is to recalibrate your body, right? Okay, let's try another interesting thing. Part of what we're doing and why we're doing all of this mindfulness stuff is to allow you to um, tap into your um, breath work, okay? So how many of you, when you were doing that, noticed that, the, that you weren't breathing? You were trying to think, which is my left, which is my right, which is my right, which is my left, right? So one of the things that we have to remember, there's this famous guy, his name is Thich Nhat Hanh, and he says, thoughts may come and go, but conscious breathing is my anchor. What's your anchor on your on the hockey? Uh, on the ice. Skates. Your skates are your anchor. Yeah. Physical or like inside? What is the thing that anchors your team on the ice? Teamwork. Teamwork. Okay. So we're gonna do an exercise right now to practice breathing and teamwork, noticing if you're breathing or not breathing. Okay. So we're just going to go, you two are partners, okay? You two are partners. 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 Okay. Okay. So what you're going to do is you're going to practice a huge part of alignment is trust, especially as a team, is getting all the clouds to go away, focusing on the breath, and trusting your team, right? So this is called the pinky trust walk, okay? Bring your pinky to your partner's pinky, okay? Well, you gotta hook it, like I'm two separate people, okay? So um, one person is gonna say, uh, so it has to be the side that's closest to each other, yeah? One person has to say, I'm going to be the leader, and the other person is going to be the follower. Leader, keep your eyes closed. Oh, open. Followers, close your eyes. We can't say any words. Okay? Are you, you guys got to listen. You can't say any words. You're just focusing on your breath, and you're trusting your partner. Now start to walk your partner around the room and your partner can't open their eyes. No, you can't talk. No talking. Remember, you can't talk. Okay, freeze. Don't say anything. And just switch. So whoever just led now is going to be the person who's receiving. And the other person's the, the leader. Ready? Everybody's quiet. Ready, set, go. Remember, you 
can walk fast or slow or go backwards. You're just trying to trust each other. Integrated and whole. 
Did you know every 90 to 120 minutes you breathe from a different nostril? Which means that only one nostril might be open. So a big word for yoga, if you ever hear like your adults around you talk about it, but a big thing about yoga is they go in, your parents might go in to do yoga or your friends might go in to do yoga because they want to have, have a certain look, like a hero physique that you get from yoga. But actually yoga, the word yoga, one of the definitions is balance. So you're trying to not just breathe from one nostril. If you breathe from uh, a nostril that makes you more creative and, and kind of like think of interesting things, that's not balancing out your logical brain or your analytical brain that's good with numbers, right? So what you're trying to do is not just breathe from one nostril at a time, but find balance and breathe through both nostrils. So we're going to do a really interesting example to teach you how to breathe through both nostrils, okay? Take your napkin and unfold it. So this is interesting. When you guys, when you breathe from your mouth, do you know what happens? When you're only breathing from your mouth, it puts you in a constant state of fight or flight. So you're always aggressive. And when you're aggressive and your hand is always a fist, you don't let things unfold and really allow things to happen the way they're supposed to. If you're trying to control it and you're in that state of fight or flight, what's going to happen is something's going to break. And you don't want it to be your team, right? You want, you want to feel that community and you want to feel that effortless effort that happens when you work really hard towards a goal together, balanced. So you're holding up your cloth or your napkin. Take it in front about a hand's width away from your face. Nice. Okay? Inhale through the nose. Exhale through your mouth. That's good. Okay? Try it again. Inhale through your nose. Exhale through your mouth. Did your curtain move? Yeah. Okay, I hope so. Lift it up a little higher. There you go. Let's try it again. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. So you make your curtain move. Okay? Now I'm going to challenge you. So don't move, but look at how you're sitting. Are you slumping? Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you leaning against something? Yes. Are you comfortable in your legs? No. No. Okay, so crisscross applesauce doesn't always work. And you guys have really tight hip flexors and adductors because you're athletes. So sit like I'm sitting and sit on your heels. This hurts so bad. <laughs> yeah, this hurts my knees. Oh, oh, oh. That hurts too? Oh, oh. That, wait, who said that hurts even more? It hurts even more. Too soon, fast. It hurts my knees. It hurts my knees. Okay, sit. Okay. Either sit on your heels or sit with your legs straight. But try and have your back long. Okay? Okay? So all we're trying to do is try to find that deep diaphragmatic breath. And your diaphragm's like a little trampoline, and we want to get that trampoline to work. Okay? 
Okay, so let's try it again. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through your mouth. Make the curtain move. Okay, inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. Make the curtain move. Now, inhale through the nose. Exhale through the nose. Make the curtain move. Oh. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through the nose. Make the curtain move. I got it. Stop. Wait, try it two more times. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through the nose. Good. Try it again. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through the nose. Let's just talk about how that feels, other than you have boogers. Lightheaded. Lightheaded. <laughs> what? Scrambly, it's hard. Frustrating. Who said frustrating? <laughs> who, who felt their belly had to work harder? Yeah. Ah. Yep. So you felt like when you exhaled, you had to really engage. Um, your diaphragm. And what in turn it does is it strengthens your spine so that you're a better skater, right? So that you're a better, um, you're, you'll have to use less effort because when you breathe in and out through the mouth, it actually, you have to work harder. You're, it's less efficient. So breathing in and out through the nose or in through the nose and out through the mouth is our ultimate goal. We really want to try and do in and out through the nose. And when you do in and out through the nose, it balances the hemispheres of your brain. So you are focused and you're really on point. You're like following that puck. You know exactly what you need to do because you're there. So when we breathe out through our nose, should I stick our head out to get the curve? To get the what? Because you know, like, you breathe out through your nose, it's like. Oh, no, that's just it's not straight. About the yeah, it's not about. I was, I was giving you a visual. That was, that was smart, though. I was giving you a visual example of how hard it is to breathe in and out through the nose to get the, the curtain to move. I wanted you to really feel and watch and get that sensory experience of what it's like to breathe deeply. When you have that conscious, active breath in and out through the nostrils, it allows you to um, create an autonomic relaxation response. Probably nothing that you ever really need to think about, but it keeps you in a state of calm. And when you're in a state of calm, even if something stressful comes, you can really use your breath to not get riled up, but to be so focused and clear in what you're doing that you're going to be the most effective team. And your brain won't be clouded. Does that make sense? Yes, guys, and I, sorry not to interject again, but I just want to apply it to the next couple of Yes, please. So let's think about teams that try to disrupt us by coming at us, hitting us extra hard, right? Ref has a bad call. We got all flustered. We try to talk the guys out of getting upset about it. Because all that does is put focus on something that you can't control, right? So that's why we're doing this. we got to get back to controlling what we can't control. Yes. Okay. So you can put your snot rags to the side. <laughs> but hey, let's pile them up over there on the um, hockey pucks. And we're going to do exactly what, what, what your coach was just talking about. Um, I'm going to give you a number, okay? One, two, one, two. 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 One, two, one, two.
that stability. But then some people said no because he said his um, diaphragmatic yoga breathing allowed him to calm down. Right? He said his breathing, I added in the diaphragmatic. But you're really trying to stay focused and you're trying to integrate the right and left hemispheres so that proper alignment in your spine harnesses the pure potentiality of the breath. How many of you use a computer? Yes, yes, I'm Right? Okay, what happens when the computer gets unplugged? It turns out it doesn't work very well, right? Huh? It, what your body is, you guys, your body is a machine like the computer. In order to be in proper alignment, in order to feel like your team has your back, in order to feel like everything is flowing and works, you have to really focus on your breathing. And that's going to be a huge part when we get to the meditation part. That's a huge part of what we're uh, doing when we do yoga. That's a huge part of what you do when you're working together as a team. If you hold your breath, what does it feel like in your body? Tight. Tight. Yeah? And it, feel, it doesn't feel right. Huh? Guys, when do, yeah. we do, when do we do that on the ice? When do we do that on the ice? When we're scared of getting hit. Say that again? We're scared of getting hit. And what happens to our feet? It's so we're, on, we're on our heels, right? We pull backwards. We lose our frame. This is all this stuff. We've got to figure out a way to control ourselves and stay centered through it and have that quote unquote unmess with me attitude, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, on your heels, but not to pull back. You have to push through it in a grounded sense and you won't get hurt. But it's if, it's if you pull yourself down and you pull yourself away from a play and you're not supporting your body, that's when you get crushed, boys. Yeah, that's awesome. And 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 so has every, anybody asked you where do you stand? What do you stand for? Yeah. Yeah? So as a team, if you're standing for a cohesive unit, you have to, in your own body, be whole and connected. So what I just showed you, standing with your feet in alignment, using the diaphragmatic breath, keeping your shoulders open, and really breathing in and out through the nostrils, that allows you to be aligned in your truth. And when you're aligned in your truth, no one can mess with you, stress can't get to you, um, you are focused, you are positive, and you are in this optimal alignment for um, the ability to win every game. Not just in on the ice, but also in your schoolwork, in your interpersonal relationships, um, in tests, all kinds of stuff. Okay? So before we go into some uh, more yoga work, I wanted to do one more thing with you. And I just wanted to talk about the idea of um, breathing to get rid of um, uh, to get rid of any stress. Um, I talked about where most of your lungs are. They are near your back and your kidneys. Awesome. We breathe with our diaphragm. Right? Because a lot of people think that they breathe like through their nose and their mouth, but it's actually your diaphragm. But a lot of people don't know how to do that. So you have your water bottle, and you can use your water bottle. Um, what you're going to do is you're going to lay down on your back. I love that. 
and you're trying to um, use it as an effective tool to harmonize your emotions, okay? Because emotions can get the best of us, and when we're stressed out, we usually go to the negative than to the positive. When you are breathing, and it's a part of meditation that simply allows you to focus on one thing, your breath. So you don't have to have any desire or turmoil. You don't have to think about the past or look through your rearview mirror. You're just right here in this present moment content. And when you're breathing, it shouldn't feel any particular way. You're just meditating. So you're bringing your attention to the sensations of the breath in and out through the nose. If a thought or a distraction comes into your mind, let it pass and focus on your deep conscious breathing, inhaling and exhaling. And as you do this, what you're learning is you're getting superpowers. You're allowing yourself to zoom in and find focus by gaining perspective. So you're kind of looking inward to gain perspective in the outer world. All we're going to do here is try a breath awareness practice, which is a two to one ratio to really charge your superhuman machine, to really plug in and tune in to that optimal alignment. You want to inhale for a half as long as you exhale, which is really interesting. A lot of people are trying just to inhale and then they don't exhale fully. And that's what gets us all stressed and kind of freaked out and a little bit crazy. So we're going to teach you this mindfulness practice to let go of the turmoil. All you're going to do is breathe. Let all the air out of your body. Feel even as if your feet have exhaled. Okay, and now inhale for one, two, three, four. And exhale for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight. Inhale for one, two, three, four. Exhale, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Inhale for one, two, three, four. Exhale for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Inhale for one, two, three, four. Exhale for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Inhale for one, two, three, four. Exhale for one, 
two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Inhale for one, two, three, four. Exhale for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Just continue this as you simply watch your thoughts but not become your thoughts. Just focusing on the breath, allowing your body to tap into moment-to-moment -moment awareness. And that clear state of mind, which I like to call resiliency training, allows you to zoom in and gain focus. At the same time that you're creating and gaining perspective. Comfortable seat, whatever feels really comfortable. 
How, how many of you that was hard to do? How many of you fell asleep? Almost. Almost? I was scared when I said something. When you stopped counting, I felt like I lost track of my breathing and then I got back. Yeah? How many of you felt like um, you just totally like um, had a hard time breathing in uh, uh, for a shorter amount than exhaling? Henry did? Henry's still asleep. What's up, buddy? Oh, I thought you had a question. Oh, it was hard for you, yeah. When your mind is super busy and you can't uh, inhale for a, uh, you know your regular count, but then exhale twice as long as you inhale for, it means that you really need to practice this because it means that you're you're really wound up. You know, like wound up like a top. Have you ever heard that? So when you're wound up too tightly, you just are going to spin. When they let the top go, it just spins a lot. So what we want to do is start to practice any kind of breath work practice that will help us to not be so wound up, but really be present so that we're not thinking about all of the different things that happen in our life, all the, the things that pull us away from being successful in, in your game on the ice. That makes sense? Okay, so how many of you that was relaxing? Right? That's awesome. That's really, really important. A lot of people think relaxing is selfish when you take time for yourself. But it's really important that you give yourself, if you come from the front, it's kind of cool. It's really important to give yourself the opportunity to really, really relax. Because if you don't relax, then you won't be at your peak performance place. This will be a good one. We are going to do something now, because you are relaxed, to get us a little bit more active as we start getting ready for our movement portion of the practice. Are you ready? Okay, sit comfortable position. Who thinks they have an ego? A healthy ego. <laughs> right? Okay? So some of us might have a healthier ego than others, but it's really important. This pose in some schools of thought is called the ego eradicator because it really puts you and gets you grounded down and gets you out of your thinking mind and really um, integrated and connected. So how many of you have ever seen a bunny? I know Easter is coming up. Yeah. How does a bunny breathe? An albino. Uh, an albino. Yes, they breathe through their nose. And everybody be like a bunny and breathe through your nose and go. Yeah, don't do it while you're breathing. <laughs> okay. How do you feel? That's okay? Out of breath. Out of breath. That breathing that I'm teaching you is called breath of fire. Do you ever come to school and you're so tired that you just can't focus? Yeah. Okay, this breathing practice is going to help you to focus. If you're doing it and you want to get pumped up before a game and you want to get like collective and kind of amp up your energy, you can do breath of fire. Sit in a comfortable position. Reach your arms up high. 
Take your thumbs and make it like you're giving a thumbs up. You just liked something on Facebook. Okay, you cannot bend your elbows. Okay? You have to keep your arms straight. So you gotta be careful of your friends. So, um, well, all we're gonna do is do this for a minute. Yep, so are you in a comfortable position? Okay, relax your arms, find a comfortable position. Do you wanna do it? No, you can't lay down. Standing up is gonna be a little bit weird. You guys, this is too hard for you to sit on your heels? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't even do this. Okay. Okay? Who got warm? 
you're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. It gets you a little kind yeah. of silly. No, yeah. I was talking about, I said, touch your nose. I said, close your eyes and touch your nose. Me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the, the basic. Okay, how many of you, I saw some of you giggling and, and trying hard. How many of you had a hard time doing that for a whole minute? It's hard to stay in a rhythm. It's hard to stay in a rhythm, right? So that's that breath. Okay. So that that breathwork practice is actually a meditation to help you to really, really harness the energy, right? It helps you to get active, but also completely focused and integrated. It's hard. All this stuff is really hard, so I'm really, really impressed with the work, and I appreciate that you're all paying attention. It's really awesome. Um, uh, so that is something to do if you don't do it before you go to bed, because it'll get you all jazzed up. Uh, but you could do it before a game. You could do it before a test. If you're like in the car before getting out to go to school, and you got a big day, and something's been weighing heavy on you, you can do that, and then you can get out of the car. It'll make you feel really good. Um, so the next thing that we're going to start to do, um, I'm mixing in meditation stuff at the same time that we are practicing um, before movements. I'm just going to check the clock. So we are going to start doing some movement practice. How's everybody doing? You guys okay? Coaches are comfortable? Okay. Yeah? Um, how many of you guys um, think feet are gross? What? So if you think feet are really grody and you don't want to take your socks off, don't take your socks off. But you should take your socks off when you're using these yoga mats. Resiliency training. What does resiliency mean to you? Uh, you're not stopping. 
Okay. On F with ability. Resiliency is like how many people had a bozo growing up? Or is that from my generation? Yeah. Okay, there was this clown that had a weight on the bottom and you could push it, but it always bounced back up. Right? Huh? Like a boomerang comes back to you, but if if something if something knocks you. Oh, I like those things, yeah. Yeah. Okay? So dudes, dudes. If something not is if you're standing like this, and if a thought comes to you, say like some girl said something to you, you're like, oh my god. But you come back up. Okay? Or say that you have a test and you're all freaked out. Oh my god. But it bounces back up. Or say that someone did something to you on the ice and it really threw you off your game. You're like, oh, and but you bounce back up. So resiliency training is the idea of being able to stand in your truth and not get knocked over and be really, really present in moment-to-moment -moment awareness. And what we're trying to do is have mindful moments so that our hamstrings are resilient. So that our quads are resilient. So just like your mind can be resilient, your body can be resilient. Do you know how many directions your body moves in? Your body can move in six different directions. Dive your hands down towards the floor. No. 
That's okay. Bend your knees as much as you need to to get your hands towards the ground. Okay, and now step back. High plank. This? Yep, step all the way back into plank. Lower your knees to the ground and bring your hands underneath your shoulders. So we're going to do a pose called cat cow, okay? Okay, look at your fingers because your fingers also do yoga. Spread your fingers really wide. Middle finger points forward, cut the wrist in line with the top of the mat. With your next inhale, lift your chest, look up to the sky. Belly hangs. Exhale, hollow out the belly, chin to the collarbones. Inhale, lift your heart. This is called cat cow. Good. Exhale, hollow out the belly, chin to the collarbones. All right, let's try it again. Inhale, lift your heart. Exhale, hollow the belly. So you're just massaging your spine. Inhale, lift your heart. Exhale, hollow out the belly. You guys are funny. And then come into child's pose. You can't do the cat. No, sit in a child's pose. So you're going to take your knees wide and your big toes touch. Bring your hands forward. Your forehead comes to the ground. So, oh Lord, it's hard to be humble. Okay, so what you're doing here, your head is below your heart. And in this pose, you are helping your parasympathetic nervous system. If your body, if your body moves in six different directions when your head goes below your heart, you're sending fresh oxygenated blood to your brain. It's the same thing as meditation. You're in this really great space to rejuvenate. So it's a, a, just a comfortable space. With your next exhale, press up into a neutral tabletop position. Okay? Now all you're going to do is you are going to take your elbows where your hands were, interlace your fingers, and straighten out the legs. It's like a plank. Let's call it a dolphin plank. Okay? Now, without letting your head touch the ground, walk your feet forward and lift your butt up. It's so far I can go. That's okay. Bend your knees as much as you need to. No, 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 no. You're just trying to keep your hips up high. You're not trying to lock your feet to your hands. Don't do that. Your head is floating. Come back down, child's pose. You guys are like jokers, eh? Okay, so what I'm going to show you
Elbows down. Okay? Head relaxed. Lift your hips up as you walk your toes up a little bit. Good. Inhale, chin over the thumbs. Exhale, push your hips back. Inhale, chin over the thumbs. Exhale, push your hips back. Inhale, chin over the thumbs. Exhale, push the hips back. Bring your knees to the ground. Child's pose. Child's pose. All right. You guys okay? Child's pose. You might need to double up the mat. With your next exhale, we're going to take and guide ourselves back to that neutral tabletop position. Hands underneath the shoulders. Middle finger points forward, eyeballs the elbows push to the sides of the room. Okay, roll your toes under, down dog. Guys, again, you don't need to count. Just, just do the exercise. Walking your dog. Walk your legs left and right like you're walking in place. Your hands are sweaty, eh? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, look to your hands and walk your feet to your hands. Holy crap. Yep. Okay, bend your knees as much as you need to so your hands stay on the ground. Okay, reach your arms up high. So you're in chair pose, but not like a sumo wrestler. Your knees are, your feet are parallel to each other and your arms are reaching up. Good. All right, straighten the arms. Straighten the legs. Exhale, hands in front of your heart, interlace the fingers, palms pressed down, H-A ha, push all the air out. Like you're a jar and you're pushing the air out. Inhale, breathe in. Exhale, push all the air out. Inhale, breathe in. This is a weird cartoon character. And exhale, hands make their way through the front of your body. Palms press down. You can do it one more time. Inhale, breathe in. Exhale, hands. Push all the air up. Good. Arms down by your sides. You guys are doing a great job breathing deeply. We're going to take and bend your knees. So remember, your feet are parallel. Your toes are pointing forward. Oh. Ooh, my toes are kind of like crooked. You ready now? Okay, you ready? Exhale, fingertips to the ground. Good. It's almost like wall squats. Keep your buns low. Reach your arms up. Good. You do this on the ice all the time. Yeah. Straighten your arms. Pinkies spiral in. Thumbs reach back. Good. Keep your buns low. Exhale. Hands come down. Okay, with your next inhale, lift your chest halfway. 
step just your left foot back. Okay, keep your left heel up super high. Super, super high. Engage your glutes, that's your right heel. But that was funny. <laughs> okay, reach your fingertips back, but don't let your chest touch your thighs. Good. Good. Breathing deeply. Oh, yeah, the hamstrings are. Yep, active, active. Reach your arms up high. I like your expressions, guys. Really awesome. Bring your left knee down to the ground. Keep the toe, the heel high. Bring your hands to your heart. Okay? Take your left hand outside of right leg. Left hand, that's what I like. L. Right hand reaches back. Twist, twist, twist. If you can, you're going to bring your right hand on top of the left. And twist, yep. So twists help with anxiety. Twists rinse out your body. Inhale, come on back to center. Riley, you're doing a good job. Okay, exhale, straighten the left leg. You're going to be the yoga teacher. Inhale, reach your arms up. Exhale, open up, warrior two. So your right hand comes forward and your left hand comes back and the back heel comes down. Good. Nice. Inhale, straighten your legs, reach your arms up. Straighten your legs and reach your arms up. Good. Exhale, lunge back. So your knee should be over the ankle, not beyond the ankle. It should be above it. Yeah. 
And come back to center. If you can, if you want to, inhale through the nose and exhale through the mouth. Ultimately, we're trying to breathe in and out through the nose because it calms your parasympathetic. So it puts you in a constant state of relaxation. Who eats tur turkey? Yeah. Okay, straighten the right leg and reach your arms up high. So the same, the same thing that happens when you eat turkey is called tryptophan. It's a relaxation hormone that goes through your body when you're breathing in and out through your nose. So it's calming you down. And now open up warrior two. Back heel comes to the ground, arms open up wide. Good, but in the front again. Yeah, You were just bending to the back. You're doing awesome. Keep the knees. You guys, listen to me, okay? Straighten your arms and your legs and reach up high. Good. Now, lunge back into warrior two, and the left knee should be over the ankle, but not beyond it. If it goes beyond it, it's not good for your meniscus. It's not good for the knees. So make sure that your ankles...
Bring your, remember I'm your mirror. Bring your right toes up off the ground. Draw your knee to the right. Place your right foot into your left leg. Now if you're working, bones hug muscles and muscles hug bones. Everything's drawing to the midline and you're elongating. If that feels comfortable, remember you're pushing inwards, you're engaging the adductors. Bring your hands into your heart. Good. Inhale through the nose. <laughs> Exhale through the nose. Okay, knee comes forward, foot relaxes, arms come down. We're going to do the left side with our partners. Remember your partners from the beginning? Two and two, two and two. Okay, face your partners. <sighs> okay, place your hands up next, so that you're, you're right next to your partner. Okay? Touch hands. Okay. Now look at your feet. Okay. Take your left toes up. Bring your left knee out. Place your left foot into your right leg and push foot into leg, leg into foot. Now push into your partner's hands and try and stay stable. What do you notice that you need to do to stay stable?
sweep your hands down your legs. Good. Inhale. Come on back up. You're going to be my little yoga teacher. Exhale. Hands come back forward. Keep, but keep that knee bent. So bend out your right knee. Whatever it is. Come on, bend your back. Bend out your right there. Inhale, come on back up. Ah. Exhale, third time. Try and stay ah. forward. Don't bend the straight leg, but keep it straight. And try and really just work the breath. Yeah? Bones hugging muscles, muscles hugging bones. Everything's active. And then come on back up. Okay, we're going to turn it into a twist. Keep your legs right where they are. Take your right hand inside of the right calf. No, keep, yep. Oh, that's your right leg? Okay, take your left hand inside of the left calf. My apologies. Reach your right arm high to the sky. So your left hand is inside, your right arm opens. So you're doing an open twist. You're bracing the left hand to the left leg, and your spine should be long. So who feels like they're slumping? Lift your chest and open. Good. Come on back to center. Bring your feet together. It doesn't matter if your knees are super high. It's okay. This pose is called, it's a bound ankle pose, but it's good for everything that you guys have been complaining about. Your hips, your low back, your, your um, hip flexors. Lift your heart. Good. Now exhale, round your back. Inhale, lift your heart. Exhale, round your back. Inhale, lift your heart. Exhale, round your back. Okay, find a neutral spine. That's very similar to that cat and cow that we just did on our hands and knees. Now switch legs. So straighten out the opposite leg. So now your right leg is straight and your left foot's coming in. Okay? Take your hands on top of the right leg. And what do we do with our foot that's uh, on the ground? It's, it's pointed, yep, toes to the nose because we're really active. Exhale, hands come forward. Inhale, come on up. Exhale, hands come forward. Inhale, come on up. This time, exhale, hands come forward. Three deep breaths. In through the nose and out through the nose. Good job. Come on back up. And we do our twist. Right hand inside, left arm back. Twist and open. Look back forward. <laughs> Take your feet together and sway from side to side. Yep, this is also called butterfly. How many of you have been to India? <laughs> this is called cobbler's pose. So it's because they used to put shoes in here and the soles of the shoes were up and they would that's how they'd fix the soles of the shoes. Inhale, you got a bony butt? Inhale, yeah, lift chest. Exhale, hollow up the belly. Inhale, lift your heart. Exhale, hollow up the belly. Inhale, lift your heart. And now, exhale, walk your hands forward. 
then come on back up. Take your hands to your knees and shut the doors. Reach your hands forward and roll onto your back. All right, so you're rolling onto your back. If you're off your mat, scoot up so that your head's on your mat. Okay? Your knees are bent. Open your arms, but just make sure you're not going to conk someone real bad. Open your arms wide. As you're off, well, you know, try and relax them on the ground without putting your hands on someone's face. So you might be disgaggered. Whatever feels good. Take your knees and keep them bent. And merge your legs together so that your feet are on the ground. We're going to do a supine spinal twist. Stop with your legs. <laughs> what? You guys, bring your arms by your side so you're not bugging your friends. So we're going to start off by threading the needle, okay? Bring your right ankle on top of the left leg. Bring the left foot up off the ground. Weave your right hand through the diamond and try and grab onto your left hand. Maybe it's your hamstrings you're going to hold on to. Yeah, keep your shoulders on the ground. Be nice, open your arms up. 
So you're going to do a twist until your legs just relax on the ground. So there might be two cramped quarters, but... Draw your knees to the right. <laughs> yes, please. Close your eyes. Bring your head and knees through center. And you're going to bring your knees to the left and your chin to the opposite side. So if you're your, your chin goes to the right, your knees go to the left. So you're looking in the opposite direction. You guys are goofballs. Okay, bring your head and knees back to center. Relax your arms and legs, and I apologize when the light's off, I can't see anything. So if you want to put a socks over your eyes or a sweatshirt over your eyes, you can do that. And we're just going to lay down right here. So open your arms and legs nice and wide. And relax and breathe. So mindful awareness is a purposeful pause to slow down and create space to tune in to one thing at a time. We've spent time doing all kinds of different things here together in these two hours. You're trying to be aware of your thoughts and your feelings at all times without becoming your thoughts. And when you have this kind of focus in your internal well-being, it allows you to pay attention without judgment. It allows you to regulate any anxiety or stress or worry. And it allows you to be free from negativity. Every inhale and every exhale allows you to learn how your brain works. And you are a superhuman machine who can be in the present moment if you really practice this resiliency training. Your hands are relaxed, your feet are relaxed, and we're just going to practice another simple tool to watch your thoughts but not become your thoughts. And I know it's difficult, but we want to just use this breath to not bug our neighbor, but be right here and right now. Begin to feel your entire body soften. Take and allow yourself to completely relax. And before we go into a full-on body scan, Begin to take your jaw and your lips and your eyes and your ears and the hair on the top of your head and squeeze, squeeze, squeeze as much as you can. And then exhale and let go. And then feel your shoulders and your neck and your elbows and your wrists and your fingers, even your hands start to ball up into huge, huge, huge fists. Squeeze, 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 squeeze. 
And then exhale, let go, let your heart relax. Feel your belly muscles strong. Feel your back tighten. Feel your glutes engage. Hold everything really, really tight. And then exhale, let it go. Feel your kneecaps and your quads and your calves and your toes all squeeze up as tight as they can. And then release and let it go. Okay, so you guys are goofballs. Let your inhale breathe in through the nose and exhale, make a really loud mouth noise. Oh, I know you said it. Okay. We're going to move into a way past the progressive muscle relaxation into a place of mindful relaxation where we're just going to scan our body. What I like about this body scan is that it allows you to be almost in a power nap. It empowers you from within. It's a little bit like self-hypnosis because it allows you to find some peace of mind from relaxing. You can also even use this as part of like a positive thinking and visualization experience that'll um, enhance your game and make you really, really successful. So keep your hands to yourself. My eyes are open, but yours are closed. Feel yourself completely relaxing in this moment-to-moment -moment awareness practice. Let go of all of judgment, thought, and begin to hear and touch and taste and smell the breath as it moves through your body. Feel your toes really light. As you inhale and exhale, feel the breath in between the toes. Feel the ball mounts of your feet, the arches of your feet and your heels. Take a side relief as you exhale. Really feel that this is a time to yourself and for yourself. As you rejuvenate your energy. Feel your ankles relax as you inhale and exhale. And start to notice and listen to the breath. What does it feel like in your calves? In your shins? And can you give a good inhale and exhale to your legs? Feel as your knees become lighter. 
You can feel the kneecap almost rise up with the breath. Lightly gliding off of the knee joint to create space and integrity. Let thoughts and feelings come and go and just focus on the breath. Inhaling and exhaling. As your mind is relaxed, dissolve any stress or tension you feel in your quads. Feel the upper leg bones, the longest bone in your body, your femur bone almost waving in the breeze of the breath. Inhaling and exhaling. In your mind's eye, start to explore your hips. Feel your hips as they broaden to the breath almost become like a bowl. So your pelvic bowl starts to open up and create some space for your diaphragm to massage your internal organs. Liberate the spine. Relax your nervous system. As your belly rises and falls, feel that integration and connection as you breathe belly, lungs, and ribs. Ribs, lungs, and belly. Belly, lungs, and ribs. Ribs, lungs, and belly. Listen to your heart. Notice the sincerity of the breath as your heart feels lighter. And feel the warmth of the breath in your heart. And observe how it relaxes your shoulders. your upper arms, your elbows, your wrists, as your forearms lengthen, and you feel the breath as you experience it in your palms, inhaling and exhaling till the breath drips off the fingertips like little drops of water or sweat. Your belly rises and falls with the breath. Your back has no pain or dis-ease. And you can feel that translate to space in your shoulders. 
as your heart beats healthy and strong, feel your neck lengthen as if your head is almost like a little bit of a balloon. And you can really feel space between the ears. No thought, no judgment, no expectations. Just ease and clarity. Breathe into your eyes as they rest in their sockets. Feel there's no furrow in your brow and you find peaceful energy in your forehead. Feel every part of your body completely relaxed. Every inhale and every exhale, mindful and aware. Feel yourself aligned and that pure potentiality of the breath, sending positivity and happy hormones through your body. Feel yourself calm and connected. focused, and right here, right now, just breathing. Feel yourself completely relaxed and balanced. Begin to start to engage a little bit movement into the fingers. Maybe you wiggle your hands about. And then begin to extend the toes out on your next exhale. Start to guide your arms back behind you. And as your toes have been moving, just bend one knee and then the other towards your chest. 
until both knees are up to your chest and you can just kind of roll to the right side, curling up into a fetal position. Thank you very 